Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Malcolm and Sophia, uh, two determined teens from the Bronx who are after the ultimate graffiti writer's dream after a rival gang buffs their latest masterpiece. They hatch a plan to get revenge by tagging one of the iconic New York City landmarks. Uh, but they need to raise $500 to do so. And hence, it sends them on a whirlwind, summer, sun-soaked summer days across the, the beautiful and iconic city of New York uh, in search of their, uh, of their money and, and adventures. Um, we're joined today by uh, Adam Leon, the director of Gimme the Loot. Um, he, uh, previous work includes a short film called Killers that is screened at the New York City Museum of Modern Art and uh, is part of the uh, um, film festival for, for new directors. And he's here to, today on Film School to talk about Gimme the Loot. Adam, welcome to Film School having me i really appreciate it well you're welcome and thank you for uh for being here and the film um wonderful movie um it uh, oh, thank you. No, no, <laughs> uh it's uh thank you sure <laughs> you're okay with that um yeah. yeah so uh tell me a little about the genesis of the story and also i'm very interested in uh the casting of, of the film with the two leads yeah, actually, they sort of go hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, I had done the short film that you alluded to. I co-directed it, and one of the he used non-professional actors and teenage kids. And uh, one of the kids, we we uh, we found him in a skate park. My casting director on that project, and his name's Ty Hickson, and he had a small role in the short film. But I really loved working with him. I thought he was very talented. I had a similar sensibility. I think uh, comedic sensibility. Just you know, he reminded me a little bit of myself when when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, and. And I knew he was a very focused, very determined person. So I built the lead male role around him. And then um, the lead female role, Sophia, uh, I think it's a very challenging part. Uh, it requires somebody who obviously can hold the screen. Uh, it's very tough, but also has, again, a kind of comedic sensibility and a vulnerability to her. So it was really challenging to find that um, to that actress, we found this wonderful, wonderful actress named Tashiana Washington. Yeah. But it was a really long search. It took uh, many, many months. We looked at over 500 girls, and um, we did a lot of street casting on the movie in general, where we would go out into the subways, into grocery stores, and public pools, etc. Um, and we found her a different route. But, um, yeah. but we looked at so many, so many girls, and and, uh, and finally she walked in. But in general, the cast of the movie is uh, is really Really, just all people from my hometown, and um, and you know, uh, hopefully has that authenticity to it. So you're from the Bronx. I'm not from the Bronx. I'm yeah. from downtown, downtown. Uh, New York. Okay. Um, okay. But, but I went to a public school in New York that was uh, kids from all over the city, and that really kind of had me starting to explore all the different neighborhoods and uh, and meeting all these different kinds of people. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, uh, this has a you know. I mean, obviously, a relatively smaller budget on this, and um, but yeah, it has yeah. <laughs> well, but there are so many. Are there, are there so many films that are being done in in uh, is particularly in New York? Uh, Ramin Barani's been doing some great work. Uh, uh, it, it feels very similar to this, very much. Uh, 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 yeah, and um, uh, also, who am I thinking of? Sean Baker, who he did uh, Takeout and uh, um, 
what's the Broadway? Uh, Prince, Broadway, Prince of Broadway. Yeah, yeah. very, right, yeah. very. I mean, it has a similar feel to me to it. But this film really reminds me of, in terms of energy and interaction and the the, the dialogue, uh, uh, reminds me very much of Do the Right Thing. And oh, okay. You know, I just felt like the people in it. There's a lot of energy, and particularly on the part of Sophia's character, Leishana uh, uh, Washington. She really brings uh, that kind of. Uh, energy to the film where Malcolm is more passive but certainly has his own personality in this film uh, that comes across in his interactions with her and also with the the white woman if you will what was her name Jenny was that Jenny Jenny, Jenny? yeah, yeah. Uh, the, there was a, there's a lot but I really really focused in on particularly on Sophia's uh, character as uh, as sort of the the dynamic part of their the duo as they go out looking for money and all that tell me um, a little bit about the development of these two characters you you mentioned earlier is sort of a life experience stuff but where is that is that where they're coming from? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's sort of a few things going on there. One is that I was really interested in this relationship between a teenage boy and a teenage girl, where they really, where they very much are each other's safety net in mm-hmm. a literal sense of the word and also an emotional sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're very much partners, and it's really built on love, but it's not necessarily a sexual relationship right. Right. because I think that when you're that age and you are dating somebody, you're usually not dating them in three months. And what they have is, a little bit more complicated, uh, hopefully, and has a little bit more depth, again, hopefully, to it. Um, and I think it's also something that uh, a lot of people can identify with. Uh, and so there was that kind of exploration of that relationship. In terms of Sophia herself, who is a very brash, young woman and um, very tough and sort of suffers no fools, if you will, yeah. uh, she... I was very, you know, being in New York and you get on the subway and you have this kind of wide range of people that are that are there in this small environment. I would see these girls that you know, would maybe curse a lot or have, uh, you know, again, be this sort of very brash and very tough. But, it's, you know, but there was clearly something that also a shared common experience of growing up in the same place. And I started to think about how am I like this person and how am I not? And that's very interesting to me. And so I wanted to kind of explore that character, um, uh, right for a young woman. And, um, and I felt that that was a challenge. And, uh, you know, I worked a lot with Tashiana when she came on board to really develop that character and, and flush her out. And, um, yeah. I think that she, she did a great job and I'm, I'm so proud of her. Uh, and you Very sh- different than y- that character. Yeah. Well, okay. It's just a testament to her acting. She is really good. And again, there's a lot of good performances. I mean, throughout the film, um, uh, I, I enjoyed uh, not only I said Jenny, but also the uh, oh, what's his name, the gentleman that they, the gentleman, the guy that they were hooking up with, uh, Lenny. Lenny's the character is. Oh, Lenny, the flip flop guy. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Miko. The champion. You think? Yeah, uh, yeah, Miko, yeah, yeah. Mika, I'm thinking of Miko. Miko. I'm sorry, yeah. that's what I meant to say. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. We like Lenny too. That's uh, <laughs> my friend Sam Sober, who's a producer on the movie. Yeah. He rails against the use of flip flops in New York. That's right. West that's... Coast flip flops are okay. <laughs> East Coast flip flops no, are not okay. Not so much. Um, that's and, right. That's right. Uh, yeah, Miko is. Uh, is uh, I, I knew him. He's uh, he has tattoos all over his face. He's yeah. a real. Uh, charismatic uh, um, character, uh, and uh, I, I, he's such has such an incredible look. He's a very handsome man, but who also, you know, again, has tattoos all over his face, so it's, it's really striking. And I knew that I wanted to get him involved in the movie. I kept working with him more and more, and I realized this guy is a very, very naturally uh, uh, has a natural comic talent to him. And so I 
continued to expand the role uh, uh, up until actually the, a few days before we were shooting. I was just writing more and more for him. Uh, I think that he he's really a sort of a scene stealer. Yeah, you know he's terrific, he, and you're right. He is he he commands the screen when he when he's on. Um, I, and I know we don't have a lot of time, so I do want to let our listeners yeah, know. Uh, no, it's okay. No, that uh, uh, Give Me the Loot is opening today here in Los Angeles at the New Art, the Landmark New Art in Los Angeles, right off the 405 people, Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh, also in Chicago, people listen podcasts, so it's at the Music Great, Box yeah. Theater, and also Jacob Burns in uh, Pleasantville, New York uh, uh, as well. It's been open at the IFC uh, in New York for this last week. I'm sure it's doing well. It's been a very well-received yeah. film. It's just uh, been really must be very heartening to you, the, the reaction it's gotten on the film festival circuit and otherwise. The reviews have been outstanding for it. Yeah, we feel very, very lucky. We Again, it's a homemade movie. We didn't know what to expect um, when we when we were making it, I think that we felt a lot of passion for the story, and I, I had built up a team of people that I feel are really, really talented, and I'm excited for audiences to be introduced to, to these actors, but also the whole team behind it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've had this incredible ride, and, and audiences seem to... Uh, we didn't know how audiences would react, uh, but audiences seem to really, all around the world, have seemed to... Um, uh, 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 sort of identify, I think, um, with these kind of universal themes of teenage life, right. and um, and it's hopefully it's a fun movie too, and and it seems that people are having a lot of fun when they come out. So, yeah. and I'll be actually, I should say, I'll be doing Q and A's uh, and introductions tonight, and tomorrow at the New Art. Oh, fantastic! Uh, Seven thirty Q and A's, ten nine forty intros. Come on out! Oh, it's going to be fun. We're going to get we're going to go drinking after the yeah. seven thirty. All right. Uh, Great. So that's tonight, New Art, uh, seven thirty screening, and then you'll be and and hanging around for the for the next screening uh, as it yeah. as it opens up, and then and uh, tomorrow to, as well, and yeah. to, tomorrow night as well. Fantastic. I just I went out. You know. And what's that? I have to plug. You know, <laughs> oh, absolutely. I feel, you know. <laughs> Hit me with a ruler. That's okay. No, that. no, that's why. That's why. As they used to say, was what show was that? Plug away. Was that Saturday Night Live? Plug away. <laughs> yeah. uh, 2012 winner of uh, best narrative uh, at South by Southwest. Uh, and right, absolutely. This is a film about youth and the joys of youth, the fun, the, mm-hmm. the all the adventures you get yourself into, and you scratch your head later on, going, "What was I thinking?" But you know, this is what it's about. And okay, well, real, real quick. I know you got to go. Cameras, just um, real quick. What you shoot this on, uh, camera wise? We shot this on a, a camera called the Sony F900. Okay. Uh, George Lucas had developed the camera for Attack of the Clones, yeah. and it's sort of to be it was developed to be like, look at how sharp and clear um, a digital camera can be. It's very different than the look that we were going for. We really we were looking a lot at 70s, 16 millimeter stuff. Yeah. We were looking at 80s sports video. We wanted a kind of egg on the sidewalk, yeah. um, whole, uh, construction paperish sort gotcha. of feel to it. Gotcha. So. We tested a ton of cameras, everything from vintage cameras to the Alexa um, and my and the 5Ds and, and stuff like that. Uh, but my DP, we kept going back to the Sony F900. It shoots on HD cam tapes, and he used standard def lenses on the high def camera. And then we did this thing called upping the gain, where we were basically shooting like it was night um, mm-hmm. in the day to mm-hmm. give it a, a real kind of grainy um, yeah. feel, hopefully a lot of depth and uh, some filters to give it a little bit of a washed-out, worn look to it. Uh, we did every, we did as much as we could in camera yeah. rather than going to uh, intensive in post-production. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. With the color correct, I really think it's important to try to be able to achieve the look. 
um, as you're shooting. Yeah. And uh, my PP, Jonathan Miller, was, was sort of a magician with that. And I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Some people see it and they do think that we shot on shot on film. And uh, and I take that as a compliment. Yes, you should. And awesome. And uh, all the best on this, uh, Adam Leon. The, the film is thank Give Me the so Loop. Thank you for being here. Yeah, please uh, come out, guys. We're, we're, uh, we're going to have fun this weekend. Yeah, new art. Tonight, tomorrow night, Q and A's, drinking, partying. Maybe we'll tag. Yeah. Maybe we should tag the new art on our way out. How's sure. that? Sure. Hey, no, not the new art. Come on, they're good to us. Some other place. Oh, okay. All right, Adam. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you again. Have a good one. You too. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.